Welcome to Total Health Transformation Podcast, hosted by Dr. Danny Scarhill. Dr. Danny is a doctor of chiropractic, an author, speaker, and trainer. And on the THT Podcast, he interviews other health experts to glean further insights that will help you achieve total health transformation. Welcome to the Total Health Transformation Podcast. My name is Dr. Danny Scarhill, the founder of dannyscarhill.com, the author of Total Health Transformation, the proven system to unlock limitless energy, motivation, and health, and the creator of the Total Health Transformation programs. Let's get straight into it on this episode. Welcome to the episode of Total Health Transformation, Dr. Patrick McMahon and Dr. Aaron Morris. Welcome, guys. How are you doing? Excellent. Thank you, Danny, for having us. Thanks so much for having us. Yes. You're most welcome, guys. So tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are now? <laughs> you want to take that one first, buddy? Where do I begin? It, all, it, was, uh, it was a rainy night. It was June 18th, 1979. And uh, <laughs> I, grew up in, I grew up in a little town called Redding, California. And, um, and actually, I, coming from a very small town, I never even considered traveling. I live in Barcelona, Spain now. Patrick lives in Amsterdam. I'll let him speak for himself, but and it never occurred to me coming from a really small town in Northern California that I would be living in Spain, that I would be well, living in Spain for 16 years, having a chiropractic practice, teaching seminars, traveling around the world, doing that kind of stuff. Um, and that actually all started from my brother. My brother lived in Taiwan and he went and lived in Taiwan for about seven years and he was teaching English there. And I went and visited him and, and I was 20 years old. And when I did, it was just like, this is amazing. This is absolutely awesome. And uh, I was studying chiropractic at the time. I had just started studying chiropractic and um, I was incredibly excited about it. Um, and yeah, and I just went and traveled around a little bit. And then I, I started studying chiropractic when I was 20, finished when I was 24 and then pretty much came right to Spain. And it's been, um, it's been pretty awesome ever since. I'm 40 now, so yeah, 16 years. I came for a, a job was gonna be six months, and then that ended up being 16 years, never left. <laughs> cool, how about yourself, Patrick? Yeah, also quite a long story, but I mean, um, it's one of those kind of cliche things that, you know, where, you know, people talk about chiropractic chose me, and I, I really do think that it, it did for a lot of different reasons. I initially got into it because of a, a back injury, and um, it was just an, an amazing, amazing experience on all different levels and didn't really think that much about it again. Um, had another uh, spine injury in college, same type of thing. And then I just randomly, one of my lab partners in organic chemistry, she was doing her prereqs to go to chiropractic school. That just struck me like, what an, what an amazing way to you know, spend your life helping people. And I think I was always really attracted to it, just being, you know, it's funny, Aaron was talking about growing up as a kid in Northern California, you never think you're going to live abroad or anything like that. Um, I kind of always did. I always felt like I was very much a counterculture kind of person, not really into authority. And so I think chiropractic was just perfect for me because it really is about the individual and, um, you know, people expressing who they're born to be and not being like everybody else in the world. So, um, yeah, I think it was just a beautiful, seamless fit for me. And I'm just really so grateful to be a chiropractor. I practice in six different countries now. 
And um, yeah, it's given me everything I've got and I just love it. Cool. Good stuff. So you guys do the uh, Centripede chiropractic training, don't you? As, as I've been to quite a few of your seminars now. Um, could you tell us a little bit about the Centripede philosophy and how does that philosophy of dropping in apply to both chiropractic and life as well? Yeah, I think um, really at the heart of Centripede, what we're addressing is a, is a different lens and a different model with which to view chiropractic. And both Aaron and myself, we really, you know, we learned so many different techniques, had so many different mentors and and you know from the philosophy to the science to all this and we just wanted something that was really really congruent as far as a lens and i think really for us the big difference was not about moving bones but it's that pure essence of chiropractic that you're more than your body you have a creative energy in you that's constantly recreating you every day and um when we get overloaded with stress and we get locked down then that same intelligence is not able to express its full potential. And normally when we get in that lockdown stress state or what Aaron and I like to refer to as that threat mode, then you're just completely out of focused and you're not connected. You're not functioning at your highest level. And if we get locked in that mode, then it just, it really affects us on a physical, mental, and a spiritual plane. And so Centropy really is about what can we do as practitioners to get ourselves in that clear and connected state. And then how can we master everything that's involved to get other people in that clear and connected state so that they vibrate at a different level. And obviously they're going to feel better, a lot of aches and pains, things like that, but also you know, circulatory changes, organic things, immune function, reproductive function, um, as well as just how we, how we view the world. You know, when we're more connected inside and we can respond instead of react, we're in that state of ease, um, I think we bring more of who we're born to be to this world. And I think that's a big, big thing that both Aaron and I want to create for people. And so we've really just kind of tried to reverse engineer and build a roadmap that's congruent um, from start to finish. And how do we deepen that process for, for practitioners and for the people that we get to help? Yeah, and if you just add, add a little bit on there, it's so dropping in, when you say dropping in, if you're listening to this and you don't know exactly what, what that means, what Danny was talking about when you say dropping in we just mean being present and it's where we're not worried about the future what's going to happen in the future and that can create anxiety sometimes and we're not beating ourselves up for what happened in the past it's where we're right in the center and that's the, the sweet spot that's the as joe dispenza talks about it's the generous present moment right and so when we're dropped in that's when we're right we're just present we're not thinking about really anything else other than right now um, that person that's lying right in front of us and the adjustment that we're going to do. And so we train just like we can go to the gym and train a, a bench press, or we can train um, adjusting. You can get an elastic band and train your adjusting reps and increase your speed. Patrick and I really drill this in in our seminars. We teach how to drop in, how to get present, and how to become what we call the primary oscillator which is where you have the most coherent energy field in the room. It's like your energy is it. And when we have that, people are attracted to it. And so that's, when we say being dropped in, that's what we're talking about. And we want that both as chiropractors and we want to help our people get dropped in so that we can get to that state Patrick was just talking about, a state of healing. Nice, beautiful. 
So in, in terms of, um, in terms of what, what has driven both of you in your quest for health over the years, what were the biggest lessons that you learned from any failures or learning opportunities as they're often referred to? What, what have you experienced um, on that score? I had a big one. I was, and still am, a very, very driven, driven person. And, but what I didn't understand is that I never learned basic, um, might sound a little bit weird, but basic self-esteem and self-worth and kind of how to, um, how to love yourself. And so what I based my life on from as long as I can remember was external validation, which is somebody else telling me that I did well, that I did something well, or trying to get in, I mean, in chiropractic, it's so many, so many showed up in so many ways. It was like almost the perfect fit as well to show me what I needed to work on in my life. And so whether it was um, patients that weren't getting better, patients that dropped out of care, um, you know, not having a number of visits that I considered necessary in order to see myself as a, as a successful person, it was all really external driven, externally driven. And, and that created anxiety because that was out of my control. And so if I need, I needed things in order to feel um, successful and, like a happy person that were out of my control that just generates anxiety. And so I lived that way for a long, long, long time. And it seemed like the busier and more successful, I'll do air quotes in, in practice that I got, the more I needed those things. And it just, it just built up. And I, I had an organic diet. I was exercising. I was sort of trying to meditate. I didn't really know how to at the time getting decent rest, but I had this anxiety that was just deep, deep, deep inside my nervous system. And I, and I was unable to break it. And so what happened is it was a big lesson and a big, I mean, it was a huge life lesson for me. I got cancer when I was 33 and uh, I was very close to death. I was, I was very, very, very ill. Patrick was there for that great friends when we were going through all that. And, and, um, and the biggest lesson I got was that that happiness and that dropped in state and that really, really healthy state can never come from the outside. And it can only come from the inside and generating it, generating it intentionally and working on that and being really, really active uh, in that. And so that's the biggest thing that I got probably. Um, I took care of all my other habits, man. I was on it, rigidly on it as well. Like another thing I got to do perfect. And, but the biggest thing, I just wasn't loving myself and I wasn't, love is a verb and a verb requires action. And I wasn't giving myself I wasn't giving myself that love. So that's where I had to learn. I got a lot of lessons out of that. But I finally learned how, how to give myself that. And now that anxiety is gone. And what's in its place is health and well-being, which is pretty beautiful, actually. Yeah, that's huge. Some big, big mm -hmm. lessons there. I didn't, I didn't know that about yourself. That was news to me, that, Aaron. Yes. Uh, yeah, any big lessons. Um, anything to add to that, Patrick? Yeah, I mean, I haven't had anything quite to the level of what Aaron went through. Um, I remember being a part of that and, and going through that, and it was really kind of a metamorphosis. I've had um, a lot of physical injuries over the years that um, I believe is just, it's something that's led me back to more self-care as well. I mean, Aaron and I both have that pattern of, you know, the external validation. I think we all do as human beings um, until we learn to love ourselves. And um, yeah, for me, there were a lot, a lot of physical injury, but more uh, nervous system burnout and just really pushing and trying to burn the candle at both ends for a long, long time. 
Um, and it's, maybe it comes with a little wisdom as you get older, but you just start to realize like um, how much we've got to take care of our vital energy on a regular basis. And that's just a very vital part of, of being a human being, but especially someone that puts your hands on other people to help them get into a healing state. It's just, it's just the, it's the first work. It's the primary work. It's the working on being. And um, as Aaron said, being that primary oscillator, but a lot of it is just that self care. Um, so yeah. Um, I, I, I think that's just huge. It's been so big in, in both of our journeys over the last few years. I mean, Aaron and I have known each other for close to 15 years, about 14 and some change. And um, yeah, it's something we both grown in and something we both hold each other to. And we like to look after each other and, you know, make sure that we are doing those things. Um, yeah, it's just so, so vitally, vitally important. There's, there's a connection there that just gives a bond that can't be broken because no matter what happens, you know, it's just this, um, I, I don't know, Dan, if you've ever been through any serious health issues or if, if anyone who's listening to this call has been through it, but those people who are there for you unconditionally, and, and I've talked about this, you know, people who've been to our seminars and sometimes from the stage, we've talked about how I was so scared going through that experience. And the only thing that would bring me any level of peace was knowing that Patrick was going to come adjust me. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a daily thing. Uh, he'd be driving on his motorcycle on the way to San Cugat past my house. And it was, and it was always a stop and it was just come in and he'd give me an adjustment. And, and I went from being freaked out and like, what the hell is going to happen here to like, it's going to be okay. And um, it's just incredibly powerful when we talk about, it's not just fluff when we talk about dropping in and being present, when we're with our people that we're taking care of, that's what makes the difference in bet between getting a manipulation and getting an adjustment. And it was, it's palpable when someone's dropped in and Patrick was every time he would adjust me. Absolutely, that, that reminds me of uh, something I heard. I forget which chiropractor said it years ago. I think it might have been John Himwood. He said the most, most important adjustment is the adjustment north of the atlas. Um, so it, it completely uh, affects your emotions big time, doesn't it? Yes, um, absolutely. That must have been such a, a traumatic experience to go through the, the cancer, but then obviously all the massive lessons learned from it, huge. Wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I, it was the most transformational experience in my life, and I'm grateful for it. Absolutely. Uh, so in terms of uh, both of your inspirations to get healthy and role models, which kind of links into what we were just speaking about, um, who were your inspirations and your role models previously and who are they today? Yeah, um, I, I mean, I've had so many role models. It's unbelievable. But a couple that stick out for me is um, definitely Arnaud Bernier was huge in my path. and. Um, just learning not only chiropractic, but kind of uh, just a lot about life. I mean, he's been just hugely instrumental, but also in the chiropractic field, I've learned a ton from Lou Corletto. Um, Mike Hall has been a big influence. I kind of, I kind of went back and forth or, or lived in a mechanical um, kind of very heady intellectual space, but also in that kind of heart centered and vitalistic space. And um it was quite difficult 
learning that way, but I think that's what gave me the gifts that I have and the ability to tie those two together because I don't see them as mutually exclusive. And um, so, yeah, those are probably some of the bigger influences in the past. Um, also posthumously, I never got to meet the guy. I wish I would have, but um, uh, Dick Santo, listening to his recordings have been absolutely pivotal. And um, Virgil Crane, uh, a, lot of, a lot of his work has been just massively important to me. Um, and then the rest would be people, a lot of people that I don't even know, but I just reading their works and, and diving in as much as I can to, you know, masters of anything, somebody who's really dedicated their life to mastering something. I think there's always something to learn. And, um, for me, my craft is chiropractic, but it's also life. I want to get better at life. So I want to continue to grow as long as possible. Yeah. For me, there's, I had, you done buddy? Yeah, go for it. Cool, man. Yeah, I just a couple of people popped into my head right away. And one of them is John Martini. And um, if you don't know who John Martini is, he's a chiropractor and he's, he's way beyond that. I mean, he's a teaching pretty much like every weekend of the year. He's just an amazing guy. And um, I remember him talking about how um, basically vitality and how like our vital power. And it was, it was like I'd heard people talking about innate and vitality and stuff like that. But it was he just embodied it in a way like the clarity and the energy that he had as an older guy. Last time I saw him, he was, I think he's 69. And um, up all day in front, teaching for 10 hours, barely tired. He'd go and go and go and go. Incredible clarity and vitality. And um, and he would talk about how, and this came from, I can't remember the guy it came from. It was a German medical doctor. And he talked about, there was this formula and it was vitality equals power minus, minus obstruction. And so it was a really cool um, way just to think about that. Like our vitality is really just think about what is the resistance. The power is always inside. That's innate. It's inside of us. That energy is always in there. What is the obstruction? What's blocking it? And what's keeping it from expressing? And, um, and I think that he's a beautiful expression of that. Um, yeah. So he'd be definitely probably my number one and like health and sort of like vitality. Yeah. It's yeah definitely second that. Yeah, he's huge, isn't he? Yeah. In, in, in every respect, like, you know, he's very, very charismatic and just such a smart guy, isn't he? Mm. Brilliant. Yeah. Cool. But so, according to him, we all are. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. It's, it comes back to what Adam was saying about, you know, the your belief in yourself and self-esteem and all other other things of that note. So mm -hmm. it's huge, isn't it? Um, so. What, what is the relationship, do you guys reckon, between our emotions and then the choices that we make because of those? Um, yeah, go ahead, buddy. Well, I think, I mean, we all obviously have emotions. They're incredibly important, and it's, um, they resonate with other emotional fields. And, but the difference is we have the capacity of thought and focus, and whether what we tend to focus on is going to drive how we feel. And we have this special gift of, of choice, of choosing or accepting or rejecting things that come in from the outside. Um, obviously, there are the things that are beyond our control, but in the vast, vast majority of things that happen, we have a choice in how we, we respond and what we choose to focus on. And that will hugely, hugely impact and determine uh, how we feel and our emotional expression. And it's very easy, we all do it. I'm certainly guilty of it quite often. It's very easy to get carried away with the emotion and let 
that be the driving force and we get into that program and we're just run and run. But at some point you got to say, am I, you know, do I want to be the rider or do I want to be the horse? You know? And so I think really doing everything we can to control our focus. Meditation is huge. Learning to quiet the mind, um, direct our will, things like that. I think it has just a massive impact on the emotions and then the emotions basically are going to affect our physiology. So depending on what we allow in the garden of our mind can end up in, in, in our physiology. So that's, that to me is probably the biggest thing is, is learning to have conscious awareness and focus. And that will in large part determine how we feel. Absolutely. Anything to add to that, Aaron? No, that was awesome. Cool. Excellent. You, you touched on meditation a little bit there. You guys have always came across to me as very spiritual guys. I'm guessing mm -hmm. that you both meditate a couple of times a day. Right? Be correct. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I certainly like to, um, but I wouldn't say that I do a couple of times a day. Um, if I'm being really honest, I would love to do it every day, but uh, probably a pretty average week for me is four to five times a week. And um, I, I think it's something that I would benefit if I did daily. Um, and mine is usually somewhere between 20 minutes to an hour, depending on, on, on what's going on in the day. Um, the more, the better. But um, yeah, it is something that's just hugely, hugely important to me. It's basis. It's basis of really like the, it's, it's been, a, if, if I was to go through and look at my life, and think, what were the biggest things that helped transform my life? One was getting sick and then getting well because I was sick and then understanding how to meditate. And that was, I really owe that to Joe Dispenza because mm -hmm. I'd tried to meditate for years. I just didn't know how to do it. I'd watch different programs and, and I'd have people try to explain it to me. And I just, and then Patrick, you and I, we went to that and um, mm -hmm. we went to that workshop together up in Vienna and it was awesome. It was this two, two day workshop with Joe and all of a sudden it was like, oh, that's what you can feel when you meditate. And then from that point on, it was, I was making time every single day and his, his meditations are pretty long. And, um, and it's just been such, it's, it's, I guess there's levels to dropping in and there's levels and there's just different layers to how deep you can connect with yourself. And then what you find at each level is there's just more peace there and there's mm -hmm. more well being. And the more I connect with that, it's, I remember when I was sick, this is, I'd forgotten about that till now. I was thinking about how I just wished when I was so scared and I was in so much pain, and I was ill. And I remember thinking, I wish there was just a capsule that I could just crawl into and it would regenerate my cells and my body and make me healthy again and bring me peace. And it seemed impossible at the time. And then years later, having discovered this work with Joe, having the blindfold on, having these noise canceling headphones on, having these guided meditations going and dropping in so deeply, I realized that's exactly what I was looking for. That was the capsule, the healing capsule. And um, it's pretty amazing. I mean, it's, if I skip a day, like when I don't meditate, I'm feeling it for sure. When I do, it's not like I'm terrible or having a bad day or anything. It's just, there's a difference when you're really, really dropped in when you're and, and you've set the tone for the day. It's almost like you're chasing after the day, chasing after a feeling. If you don't do it, that feeling can only come from being connected to yourself. Yeah. And so much of like, just, um, you know, I talked earlier about what we focus on in a large part determines what we feel. And then we get wrapped up in the feelings and it's just this inertia that takes over. And the more you can do that dropping in or the meditation, or you get some 
practice at the skill of being present and being in that present moment in the eternal now, um, it just makes it so, you're so much more resourceful. Like from a physiological state, you're in a healing balance state, but also the way you react to the world. Um, it gives you so many more choices. And I mean, certainly I get wound up and I get triggered all the time, but it's cool because I can start to, I can see myself getting triggered. And I, you know, I allow it, I go with it for a while, I get really emotional and then I go, okay, now you have a choice in this. Are you gonna continue to let this, you know, run you or, or do you wanna get back in charge? And um, it's just such a beautiful skill set to have, you know, when you're just connected to that source of the eternal now. It's, it's so beautiful. Yeah, it seemed impossible. I had no idea how to do it on a regular basis. And then you realize it's just a skill. Anyone can learn how to do it. Yep. Pretty sweet, isn't it? It's great. Do you meditate, Danny? Yeah, yeah. I've been doing uh, TM, Transcendental Meditation, for just over 10 years now. And it's awesome. like you were saying, um, if, if you miss a meditation, whether you miss your morning one or your evening one, you know about it, don't you? Yes. You really do know about it. It, it changes so many things. So, um, yeah, I've been doing it 10 years. I, you know, I'll be honest, there have been days when I haven't meditated, but literally for the first two or three years, I didn't miss. I meditated twice a day, every single day. Um, so I'm, I'm always aiming to get back to that, you know, yeah. but I do it, yeah, I do do it every day, twice a day. Um, and it's, it's a game changer. It was a game changer and it's just something now that I've been doing it so long, I couldn't not do it. If that mm. makes sense. Yes. Makes perfect sense. It's, it's, that it's makes you. a lot of, that makes a lot of sense now. Like having seen you at our seminars is that makes tons of sense. So cool. Great. Okay, cool. So it's, it's obviously working on, on, on many levels then. So that's good. It is uh, for sure. Excellent. Good stuff guys. So uh, what, one last question then to you, to you both. Um, what is it that drives you both to do the work that you do today? What, what's your big driver there? Cause I know you've both got a big vision. I mean, for me, it's crystal clear and it all changed in 2012 when, when I was ill and I almost lost my life. And I realized, like, okay, life is really short. And, and, and I remember one of our teachers saying, did you, when you get to the end of, when you're, and you're on your deathbed, basically, and you're thinking back on your life, will you be happy with the life you lived? And did you give everything you could with all you were given? And for me, it's crystal clear now. I'm on a mission, man. I don't know how long this is going to last. I hope it's a long time and I'm happy and healthy, but you never know. And I love chiropractic so much for what it's done for me and my family. And I love what it does for everybody else. So if I can dedicate my life to that, to helping people get reconnected, to helping be people become better chiropractors, to helping people really reconnect with their best self and really get aligned, I'm super, super happy. So I wake up in the morning and I'm excited to get to work. It's not, it doesn't bother me. It's not like it's, I got to go work on Centropy. I got to go work on my practice. It's, I'm so thrilled. Like I love getting up and, working on these things it's it's amazing i'm really really grateful excellent yeah yeah i would say the same i'm incredibly inspired just just by the practice of chiropractic and what it's given me and um you know i've, I've lost both of my parents uh, my father when i was younger and so there was always just this kind of question about you know what is life what is death and um chiropractic to me is just really about life and expressing more of life and we have this window in time and um I want to do it as, as well as I can and be as here as I can and help as many people as I can in a, in a sustainable 
lovable way. And I want to, I was given this gift um, of the wonderful gift of adjusting. And I just want to be amazing at it. I want to help as many people on the planet become amazing at it so that we can give this gift to other people. That's what inspires me. Excellent. Good stuff, guys. It's been fantastic to have you as guests on the THT podcast. Thank you so much for taking out the time out of your busy schedules to be with us, to share, share some of your wisdom with us. Thank you. A pleasure. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Daniel. Thank you. No worries. Uh, so where people want to find out a bit more about you guys, where's the best for, uh, place that they can find you online? Best would be um, www.centropychirotraining.com. And Centropy is S-Y-N-T-R-O-P-Y. So centropychirotraining.com. You can also find us on Instagram and, and Facebook as well. Excellent. Great stuff. Thanks, guys. I look forward Thanks, to seeing Danny. you guys soon. Thanks Thank again. you, Danny. Thanks very much. Yeah. You've been listening to the THT podcast with myself, Dr. Danny Scarhill. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, or any one of the other outlets where we stream. Like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash total health transformation. You can also find more information about myself on my website, dannyscarhill.com where you'll find lots of fantastic information and some free products for you as well. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Take care. All the best. You've been listening to Dr. Danny Scarhill on the Total Health Transformation Podcast, helping you to eat, move and think on purpose. See you on our next episode.